It was the most virulent, deadly viral outbreak the world had ever seen. When the affliction began to finally relent, two-thirds of the planet's population, 4.2 billion people, were gone. For those left after, the new epidemic was one of moral degradation, survival by any and all means, a pandemic of the inhumane. But small patches of hope sprouted from the fallow ashes of what once was. And for some, our humanity remained the only thing worth fighting for. Ugh, oh, Wheeler, is there any way you can drive this thing quieter? Oh, what's the matter, Katie Bear? Got yourself a little hungover? All that drinking and partying with the girls catching up to you, huh? We weren't partying. It's just, I don't know, just letting off some steam. Right. You know, I'm a bit surprised you agreed to come along. I figured you'd want to stay hunkered in your bunk in the dark with an ice pack on your head. I needed to get out. Things are just a lot right now. I just, look, I really don't want to deal with any of it. Mm, Hence the drunken debauchery. That's not what it was. Well, I'm truly shocked. I never could have imagined you to be such a booze hound. I mean, really, how do you live with the shame? (laughs) Yeah, Cohen's still trying to clean off all the recycled Pinot you hurled. Hey, I'm the victim here, and it wasn't (laughs) Pinot. Yeah, you really look like a victim as you were projectile vomiting all over Cohen. I was tricked, taken against my will. Casey threatened me. Casey threatens everyone, Kate. She threatened me just before we left. She threatened me at breakfast. Are you sure she wasn't just flirting with you two? I'm just hurt that you didn't think of your testosterone burdened friends. I mean, I can totally respect you girls wanting to go out and whoop it up. But you could have at least brought something back for your bros. I didn't know! Oh, Oh, my head. Can't you guys be nice and give me Can't you guys be nice and give me a little sympathy here? Yeah, all right. (laughs) We're just giving you a hard time. So, tell me what I want, what I really, really want. So, tell me what you want, what you really, really want. Jamie's right. You guys suck so hard. (laughs) Sorry, sweetheart. Uh, You paid your ticket. Now you gotta ride the ride. Amen, brother. I hate you both so much right now. Where are we going, anyway? Fox didn't tell me. Calhoun's place. Oh, we were supposed to hear from him about a week ago. When we tried to reach him, he didn't answer. Cohen suggested maybe he's just been really busy and could use a few extra hands. Fox agreed. Wait. Fox and Cohen are getting along? Finally, a little good news. Oh, don't open the champagne just yet. I said Fox agreed. He never said that they were getting along. Fox wants us to see what's happening and lend a hand if they need it. I got no problem with coming down and getting my hands dirty. Calhoun always puts out a good spread. A few hours in the sun working the earth. There are far worse things we could be doing. Agreed. If he gives me some aspirin, I will work for his farm for a week without complaining. <laughs>
Something's different here. Okay, I know it's been a while since I've been down here, but... I'm almost positive he didn't have this many people working for him. Maybe we should find Calhoun and he can tell us what's going on. I second that. The sun has risen, friends. Welcome. Can I help you, weary travelers? <laughs> uh, we're looking for our friend Calhoun. He owns this place? Well... I think I can help with that. Is he expecting you? We thought we'd surprise him. We haven't heard from him in a bit, and we got a little concerned. Well, it's very good of you to come and check on him. May I know your names, friends? I'm Kate, this is Alan, and this is... Wheeler, buddy, how are you? Hey, Ken, what's up, brother? Oh, man, things have been crazy. Alan, good to see you. Kate, give me a squeeze. Hey, you guys staying for lunch? You gotta try some of the beer these guys brewed. It's... It's beyond amazing. Oh, no thanks. Of course. Why do you think I brought my work gloves? And the cost for a few cold ones. I got a real nasty patch with your name on it. <laughs> Lead the way. I'll catch up to you guys later. Well, you don't see a lot of that these days. Someone's so eager to get out into the fields, you know, and get their hands dirty. Especially not without the promise of compensation. After everything we've been through. It's good to see that sort of thing. He'll be plenty compensated later tonight. Seriously, you can get Wheeler to do almost anything for a few beers. Calhoun always stashes a few extras just for him because when Wheeler gets a shovel or a rake in his hand, he becomes a machine. I'm sorry, we didn't get your name. <laughs> I'm so sorry, my apologies. Uh, they call me Reverend Stencil. It's very nice to meet you all. Nice to meet you too. Do you know where we might find Calhoun? We'd really like to talk to him. Well, I'm sure he's around here someplace. With the harvest nearly upon us, we're very busy, as I'm sure you can tell. Uh, if you'd like, I can help look for him. Thank you. If you don't mind me asking, how long have you been here? Not very long. I'd say a little over a month or so. How'd you end up working for Calhoun? <laughs> we we don't work for Mr. Calhoun. It's, it's more of a partnership. Oh, I didn't mean to offend you. No, 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 no. No offense was taken. Uh, as to what led us here, that's a long and mostly sad tale, and... I'd much rather focus on all the good that's happened since we came here. Like what? Would you like to see for yourself? Yes, please. Follow me. And uh, thankfully, that's where our path was revealed. It took a little convincing, but eventually Mr. Calhoun saw the benefit of letting us stay and He's been most gracious and helpful. Yeah, that's Calhoun, all right. That guy is generous to a fault. He always had our back when we needed help, so long as we were willing to work the land a bit. I can understand that. Working a farm like this is, is way too much for just one man. And to be completely honest, we're kind of grateful for the work. You know, for a lot of us, it's, it's helped give us back a sense of purpose, restored our self-worth. Some of my people were content to just wait for death to come find them and now, well, it's it's like we've all been given a second chance at life, and we're all committed to being better. What's all this? We're building small houses. Mr. Calhoun's house is much too small for all of us, obviously, and our tents won't offer much protection from the weather in the coming months. So we came up with this idea, you know, the idea to come up with a design that's easy to put together and quick to build, but would stand up to the elements. And we're having more than a few problems, though. Unfortunately, no one around here seems to be good at basic architecture, but I have every faith that we'll find a solution soon. I might be able to help with that. I worked in the city planner's office before the fall, and before that I was in construction. I could help design something for you if you'd like. Whoa, that would be very appreciated. Thank you. Uh, John? John? This is John. He's in charge of this project. John, I'd like you to meet... Alan. Yes, Alan. Alan. Worked in construction and he's offered to help us with our cabins. 
please give him whatever he needs. Absolutely, Reverend. Why don't you come with me, Alan? I'll show you what we're hoping to accomplish. Will you be all right? Yeah, I'm fine. I'll come find you in a bit. Okay. Thank you again, my friend. Isn't it it amazing? Once again, he provides just what we need right when we need it. (laughs) Yeah, if only everything was that simple. Forgive me if I'm overstepping here, but you seem like something's bothering you. It's it's nothing. I'm just a bit hungover. <laughs> that makes sense. Beg your pardon? Sorry, it's just that you've been this side of irritable and you're clearly bothered by the sunlight. So either you're hungover or slowly becoming a vampire. And if that's the case, I should warn you, we're growing garlic. <laughs> no, definitely not a vampire. I like garlic way too much. No, I, I've i kind of been down lately and my friends felt a night out would lift my spirits and it worked for a little while anyway. Well, alcohol only works on the symptoms of what ails us. It doesn't treat the real cause of our pain. Would you care to go inside? Maybe getting out of the bright sunlight will help and we can get some water maybe as well. Getting hydrated will help a lot. Thank you. Actually, that would be wonderful. And you're right, I know, alcohol doesn't really fix the problem. But it was nice not to think about things for just a little bit. Believe me, I understand. But no matter how far you try to run from your problems, they always find you. Maybe it's time to face them head on. You know, I'm actually a pretty good listener. I'm sure you are, but, and please don't take this wrong, but we just met and I'm not really in the habit of sharing with complete strangers. No, no, I understand. I haven't earned your trust yet. Exactly. Well, let's see what I can do to try to change that. Come on inside, and uh, we'll, we'll start with that hangover of yours. Go on, have a seat, and I'll get you that water. You know, I'd also have a couple of aspirin here. May I ask you where you and your friends are from? Up in North Portland. We've got our own little community there. We've been developing good relationships with other places like this since the fall. Some are pretty strong and others are oh, tenuous at the best of times. But we make it work, trading for food and other things. Actually, Calhoun was supposed to have some fresh food for us, which is part of why we came here. Well, I'm sure it just slipped his mind with everything happening. He's had a lot on his plate. Here's some water. I, I found that aspirin. Hope it helps. Oh, thank you. We've heard a lot of things about North Portland. Nasty business up that way. I bet you've got a few stories to tell. (laughs) Yeah, one or two. Is it still infested with the, um, oh, what were they being called? Ghouls. That's it. Never cared for that name myself. We call them the lost. And no, they've been dying out. We actually haven't seen one in almost a year, I think. But there have been plenty of other things to keep us on our toes, unfortunately. You lost someone? Everyone's lost someone. Yes, we have. But you lost someone recently. Am I right? No. No, I... I really don't want to talk about it. Because you don't trust me? I just... No, 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 I I get it. Opening up about your problem is hard enough to do with someone you don't trust. And doing it in front of a complete stranger. Well, that's something else altogether. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. No one ever wants to feel vulnerable or weak. I know I didn't. When my wife got sick, I didn't have anyone that I could talk to. Hadn't realized it until the time that I had spent years isolating myself the same way that we all have. Social media made us think we were connecting, but we weren't. Yeah, I suppose. My son fell ill. 
not long after my wife died. Then my daughter followed. All the time I had this horrible black seed of hate forming on my belly. I was so angry at the world for taking my family and I didn't have anyone who I could talk to about it. The guilt and the sadness were slowly eating me alive. I was ready to die. I wanted to die. But then uh, one day I sort of found my path. Since then, well, I guess I've been trying to do the right thing. You know. I really, I'm glad you were able to find peace, but I am just not. (laughs) Of course. You're a healer, aren't you? A what? A healer. Someone who'll do everything in their power to look out for others. Even if it means giving up your own basic needs to provide for someone so they don't go without. Whether it's food, clothing, or just emotional or mental support. Yeah, I suppose. I've, I've never really thought about it. Most healers never do. I'm willing to bet that you never ask for help either. It makes you feel worse somehow if you're burdening those you care about with your problems. Right? People rely on you. So you constantly have to look like you got your things together. Right? Well, yeah, I I guess so. Especially right now. Why right now? It's complicated. Isn't it always? Kate, if there's one thing I know, it's that everyone needs help sometimes. Even the strongest of us occasionally need someone to lean on. Living in the times we're in, it's harder and harder to find that help. And unfortunately, people have a terrible tendency to let us down when we need them the most. But... But there's someone who's always there watching over us, just waiting for us to ask for help. And he always gives us exactly what we need. I used to believe that. What changed? I have already said I don't want to talk about it. Kate, I I only want to help. Well, you can't, okay? Now, can we please just go find Calhoun? I'm sorry, Kate. I never meant to upset you. I'll take you to Mr. Calhoun. Would you mind... I'm sorry, but I just have to know who it was you lost. What? I'm guessing it was someone very close. Mm, a boyfriend or was it your husband? I, I didn't lose anyone. I, I, I did something, okay? Something I am not proud of. I see. You hurt someone. Someone you care about? Reverend, I have told you three times now that I don't want to talk about it. There is nothing that you or anyone else can do to fix it. And frankly, I am starting to... Get angry? Good. That's good, Kate. Get angry. Scream. Break something if you feel like you have to. Just don't keep that anger inside. Let it out. Do whatever it is you have to do to exercise that anger. Because so long as you hold on to it, you're never going to be able to face what you did. And come to terms with your failings. My failings? What are you talking about? Kate, we've all done things we're not proud of. Especially after the fall. We've all had to do things in order to survive. Look at what the world's become. Those of us who survived the virus are barely living. We're surrounded by people who can barely be called human anymore. Crazed beasts who would prey on anyone they believe might have something they want. And they'll commit unspeakable acts to get what they want. And how do we respond? With more violence. It's a vicious cycle that needs breaking. The world needs healing, Kate. And it needs people like you to help to do that. And maybe that's why you've come here. So I could help heal the healer. I killed someone. It was self-defense. 
I swear. I mean, I thought he was going to kill me. He kept telling me he was going to kill me. And that that girl, I can't even imagine how terrible you should have seen what he did to her. And I couldn't save her. And I couldn't. And I didn't want to. <laughs> Kate, Kate, it's all right. I'm not here to judge you. It's just as I've said, you're alive. And that means there's a plan for you. You're here. So whatever he has in mind for you hasn't happened yet. You should take comfort in that. How? How am I supposed to take comfort? Don't you understand? I was a good person. I've never had to kill someone. Never. I mean, I've, I've shot at people before, but I've never tried to kill them. And he, he wasn't even armed. He was, he was on his knees. And I keep seeing his face in my head. I could have just left. I, I could have, I don't know. I just, but he kept talking and telling me how weak I was and what he was going to do. And I kept, I kept praying for God to help me. And then I, I just, I just. Pulled the trigger? Yes, I shot him. I shot him until the gun was empty. And then I just stood there. I couldn't move. I could barely breathe. <laughs> if Matt hadn't found me, I tried talking to my friends about it, hoping they could help make sense of it all, but they all say the same thing, that I did the right thing and the guilt will go away in time. And, and I just have to be patient and allow myself to feel everything, but I can't. <laughs> it's too much. It's killing me. I can't sleep and I can barely eat and I just want to know why. Why didn't God stop me from pulling the trigger? It was a test. What? He laid out a test for you, Kate. And I'm sorry to say that you failed it. But that's all right. He never expects us to get it right the first time. What do you mean? Life is full of these little moments where we're given a choice in how we act. Now, like I've said before, you're a healer. And a healer does their best to never cause harm. And that's why you're being eaten up by your guilt. You know in your heart that there was another way, even if it wasn't the most obvious at the time, you just know that you made the wrong choice. But that choice led you here. Why? I'm not sure. That's for you to discover. Maybe it's understanding. Maybe it's peace. Whatever it is, I'd be honored to help you on your journey. There's a saying that I'm fond of, something that I always remember when I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do next, and uh, I think it might apply here to you. He who began good work in you will carry it on to completion. So the question is, are you ready to be showing your path, Kate? Kate! Hey, there you are. I've been looking all over for you. I... Hey, are you alright? You look like you've been crying. What... What happened? Nothing. Everything. I... I don't know. I am so confused right now. Did you find Calhoun? Did he say... No, I... I haven't seen Calhoun. I got to talking with Reverend Stencil, and he... What? What did he say? Alan, do you feel like we've improved? I mean, not you and I, but all of us. Have we become any better than we were before. Well, no, not if I'm being honest. But Kate, it's not going to happen overnight. It will if we let it. Okay, I'm starting to feel confused. 
What exactly did he say to you? Hey there, guys. What's shaking? Oh, Wheeler, you stink. What? You don't like my new cologne? It's called Eau de Meunier. Been working on it all day. Met some real nice people, too. Calhoun got real lucky with this lot. Have you seen Calhoun? No. But Ken said he and some others were working to bring in a big herd of cattle from the south. And then he might be gone for a few more days. There's a lot of work to get done around here. Did you guys hear about the cabins they're building? I worked on them. I'm actually a little jealous, too. They're going to be a lot more comfortable than the storage units we live in now. <laughs> no kidding. And they'll be able to get out in the open every day and work like real human beings. There's something for you here. What? I think we need to stay. We need to stay and help them. I'm not opposed to it. But don't we need to report back to Fox? He's going to want to know what's going on down here. Fine, yeah. We'll go back and tell him what we found, but then I think we should come back and help. Fox won't argue. He'll know that Calhoun will compensate us with loads of food, especially if he's going to be getting more cattle. Who wouldn't like a few steaks grilled up to perfection? Right. And frankly, I don't think we've been doing enough. We keep saying that we want to make a better world, but what have we really done to accomplish that? We should have come together to help... Sorry. We should have come together and helped to keep things going after the fall, but instead we looted and destroyed everything, and look at us now. We've got no purpose, nothing to strive for except this abstract idea of what better could be. But look around. These people, they've got purpose. They're actually doing what we always talk about doing. They're actually building a better world starting right here. I actually can't argue that. And I'll admit that helping them with those cabins was oddly liberating. I felt like... I felt like I had a purpose again. And look at Wheeler. He loves working with his hands. I'd bet even if Calhoun didn't offer beer as a reward, he'd still get out there and work the land. He's actually really happy when he comes out here. Yeah, the beer helps, though. So why are we okay huddling in some cramped storage building when we should be out here like this? I don't know. Neither do I. Maybe by helping these people, it might help us. Hello, Kate. How are you feeling now? Better, I think. You gave me a lot to think about. It's like I told you earlier. I only want to help. Uh, you also said that I might find answers here. That's right. If it's all right with you, I'd like to see if you're right. I felt like I've lost something of myself, and I don't want to let anybody down because I'm not as strong as they need me to be. I want to be better, and I want to be part of building a better world, and I, I can't do that if... You continue to make the wrong choice? Yeah. Kate, we all stumble from time to time. We all make mistakes. But it's what we learn from those mistakes that make us better. And I really want to learn whatever it is I'm supposed to from this. I just wanted to thank you before we left. I thought you said you were going to stay. Well, we need to go back and let our people know what's going on and see if we can't get you some more help and supplies. We've got a fair bit of materials just lying around that we think you might be able to put to good use and maybe some extra hands to lighten the load. That's incredibly generous of you, Kate. Thank you. When do you expect to be back? Tonight? Tomorrow at the latest. I think it's time I turned and faced this thing. Mm, that's very brave of you. And again, I'd be more than happy to help with anything you feel you need on your journey. Thank you, Reverend. The sun has risen. Yeah. Yeah, I think it has. 
Homestead, Episode 4, A Plan for You. Written, directed, and produced by James Robinson. Story by James Robinson, Travis Box, and Danny Hedham. Music by Me You. Starring Summer Shore as Kate. Danny Hedham as Wheeler. Justin Mansfield as Alan. And Dave Scott as Reverend Stinsel. Homestead is a Not Another Podcast production. Mm-hmm.